Yeah, it's sports talk from the three bros. Something you can bet on like Pete Rose. And you better not miss it like some free throws. Giving taste is more accurate than Drew Brees throws. And it might get explosive like some C4. We just giving you a look inside the peephole. So if you got a weak take, you better keep those. And get your cheeks swole when you step into the ring with the Ami Bros. Yes, sir. Welcome to the Ami Bros Podcast. I am your host, uh, Damon Better known as D-Mart to the right and left of me are my two brothers, better known as 85 and JDZ. How we feeling, boys? I'm good, baby. I'm good. Just got back from Kiowa Island. So I got yes, a little, uh, 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 I had, had a little pounds put on, ate some good food, chilled out, drank a little bit too much. But it's cool. We, we back. We back and we live and we rolling, baby. Back in the saddle, baby. JDZ, how you feeling over there? I'm feeling great. Got a chance to... Uh, whoop up on the boys on the golf course. I wish I had a full video of that, but um, <clears throat> I'm sure you hear a little bit more details in the oh, podcast. Here we, go. here we go. Here we go. Well, shout out to all the listeners out there. This is our 21st episode. We 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 appreciate and thank you guys for all the support over the last 20 episodes. We plan to keep it going, keep the content rolling in. But let's go ahead and get into the shits, guys. Let's go ahead and get to it. <laughs> um, the Lakers. Um. What is going on? What is really going on? Let's start with eighty five, man. Just maybe Jared can explain it because I, I definitely need some some help with Look, some. Your boy LeBron not playing no defense, coming to the media, talking himself into the weeds. Team might not make the playoffs. All right. Let's, all right. Let's talk. First of all, is LeBron? That's what I want to hear. This is what I want. This is what I want to talk about. This is what I want to talk about. LeBron out of bounds, and is, he, is, is LeBron not a team player? Secondly, are the Lakers out of the playoffs? All right, Jared, floor is yours, man. All right, so two questions. One, is LeBron not a team player? I think that's that's crazy talk. I think LeBron and what we've seen over his career, LeBron is very much so a team player, but LeBron is also – uh, when it comes to a very passive aggressive, LeBron will get an attitude. He will, and, and if LeBron gets pissed off, LeBron will make things uncomfortable for his teammates. Same thing happened when he went to Cleveland. Kyrie had a stretch of I think sixty shot attempts with no no assist, and LeBron went to the media and said the same thing. Um, you know, some people need to learn how to how to win and not try to get all their stats. And that that's kind of LeBron's. That's been LeBron's approach. Um, the problem right now is it isn't what LeBron. I, I think everybody's making it out. Oh yeah, LeBron's saying these things in the media, and that's just that has nothing to do with why they're losing. You know why they're losing? Because LeBron's not playing like LeBron. That's the fact. Um, LeBron got injured, and LeBron came back, and he looked like he was probably at at minimum fifteen pounds overweight. Seems like he's pretty out of shape, and he hasn't had the same lift. His jump shots he doesn't like. He has the same lift on. It just seems to me like since that injury, I don't think he's, he's injured still. I just think he got out of shape and he's been trying to play his way back into shape. And the team well, is not A and R, Jared. He's A and R. He's A and R to do two change record. I mean, you know, he's doing he's doing he's it got, all. He's, his uh, his schedule's very busy. He's a little out of shape. L- load management. And he doesn't want to play any defense. Well, yeah. See, go I, ahead. Don't, I don't think that has anything to do with with. I think when you look at it, um. When you pull a growing, there's not really any exercise that you can really do to keep your cardio up. That's um, facts. That's facts. And, and you're so pretty much out. You're you're out. I mean, it's not even like you maybe, go out and ride a bike. Maybe row machine. Row machine is about the only thing. 
No right, and and Rome Machine don't get you in basketball. I'm, I'm, so I think I, I, I pulled a growing back. You're in not pulling your growing and and doing rolling, rowing because rowing is your core. I guarantee you're pushing off your legs. Pull, you're, I, you're not I, doing I, that I with pull, the growing. I pulled. You didn't, growing you didn't pull your growing, but go ahead. I, I don't think you pulled the right <laughs> growing because I I pulled a growing before. You ain't doing no damn rowing. You might as well <laughs> run a damn bike. Uh, but Jared, go ahead and finish. So so with that happening, I think he got his stuff out of shape. Um, and. and He's not been playing the same type type of basketball. And as much as people are saying, oh, yeah, and I, I would agree. LeBron's not playing to LeBron's standard. Um, his defense is, was really falling off, and I think a lot of it's because of the fact that they need him to play so many minutes because they have nobody in his position behind him. And I think, too, it's because he's playing that many minutes and he's out of shape. He's resting on defense and trying to play because he even last night played 40 minutes. And LeBron at this point in, in his career shouldn't be playing 40 minutes a night. Um, so – I think when you look at it, everybody's making it out to be the fact of all oh, the, the comments he's making. I don't, I don't care what he says if he's playing the way we, he's supposed to be playing. I just think it boils down to right now he's not playing at that level that we expect of LeBron. Um, the second second question is: Are the Lakers going to make the playoffs? Yes, they are. Look, a lot of things that we we can look at and say, "Oh yeah, this is you know they're going to miss it, they're going to miss it." And I'm sorry, I have the idea that until LeBron misses the playoffs. He's going to make the playoffs. That's I, I, I've, I've kind of I've, I've made that up in my mind that I'm not going to allow certain situations to force me off of my spot. I remember last year, Cavs were terrible. And I said, and Jeremy remembers it, I said, anybody that wants to bet me the Cavs versus the field on who's going to make the finals, I'll take it. Any bet. Jeremy bet me, and what happened? LeBron still ended up in the finals. Kyrie and, and Kyrie and Gordon were gonna right, <laughs> but regardless of, of of what happened, what we do know is they got there and they got to the finals. So I feel the same way about this situation. I don't I don't know what's gonna have to happen. One, the Spurs keep losing. They lost to the Knicks and the Nets the last two games. So it's not like anybody's really pulling away. Secondly, team in front of them, the, the Clippers, they play twice. For the rest of, in, in the last twenty two games, so they can make up two games. They just win those two, um, and and ultimately, LeBron, as much as he tries to say he doesn't listen to the media, he listens to the media, or at least some of his people listen to the media. He, and, he listens to the media as much as Donald Trump listens to the media. And that's a I'm probably six so. hours a day. Probably right, so. Jerry, what, finish so, so with that being said, I I got you. With that being said, though. He's going to hear the narrative about him not playing defense and see a couple clips of that. And I think he'll ramp his defense up some. Hopefully, they'll figure out some kind of minutes. And then lastly, can we please bring in Melo? We got an open roster spot. You're telling me oh, Melo can't. Melo's really going to make it better for you guys in, in Laker Town. Well, I'm not saying he's going to make it better. bringing Melo. Melo would just be a, a, a LeBron enabler and a pacifier for LeBron. No, LeBron I, I needs think- to step it up. No, obviously LeBron needs to step it up, but if you're gonna if you're gonna say is would you rather have Melo on your roster or just have an empty roster spot, I would absolutely rather have Melo. And I think that's what we're at the question we're asking right now. So I think they need to they need to figure out some rotations, figure out a lot of different things. But are they gonna make the playoffs? Yes, they're gonna make the playoffs. All right. Um, JDZ, how you feel about this LeBron thing, man? I mean, you kind of call well, this. You kind of call I go, this. Before I go, Jared, Jared, did you get it all out? Because I, I have a little ranting to do. I want to make sure I give you an opportunity to get it all out. 
No, I'm fine. I mean, I, I recognize Jeremy has been kind of in the seat of all year where he's been rooting for his team to fail. And what he's doing is he's rooting for them to fail unless yeah. LeBron – So, so except for when LeBron got hurt, Jeremy specifically said out loud, I hope they go on a winning streak. That way I can say that they're not winning because of LeBron when they were winning. So then when they because when they were streak, winning, LeBron was getting all the credit. He was. Rightfully so, because LeBron Jer- right now. Jeremy, not- no, I, I have to, I have to, I have to come in right here, Jared, because Jeremy was happy when LeBron was playing well for the Lakers. He wasn't uh, like he was no, happy for the Lakers. He wasn't happy for LeBron, but he was, he was. Happy, that, that's, no, no, I didn't say Jeremy wasn't happy the Lakers were winning. What I said was, what what Jeremy was was Jeremy was hoping that the credit didn't go to LeBron. That was his no, hope. No, 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 no. My point was. He shouldn't get all the credit like he always does. Just like now, he's not getting hardly any blame, and every all the blame is going on everybody. Hardly any blame. You go ahead. Okay, go ahead. Um, So let me go on my uh, first off. Let me start with this. Can the Lakers make the playoffs? Possibly, possibly. Um, Everybody else seems to be falling on their face, and they could go in if. Brandon Ingram takes him in kicking and screaming. That's probably pretty much their way of getting there right now because he seems to be the best player on the team right now. Um, no, but seriously, let's get let's just get to the facts. LeBron is a terrible leader. Terrible. And I'm so tired of hearing – because everybody knows I'm a big Kyrie fan. Kyrie's been a terrible leader this year. But Kyrie and LeBron are acting exactly the same, and everybody seems to notice – that Kyrie's been a terrible leader, but no one seems to notice that LeBron has been a terrible leader, even though they're exhibiting the exact same behavior. What's the mm-hmm. difference? Oh, well, well, LeBron has been there, done that. Well, the last time LeBron won a ring, who was his teammate? Oh, it was Kyrie. Okay, cool. So they've both been there, done that. So I don't want to hear that option. So let me just go into a little bit more detail about what people view their teams. They say, oh, well, Kyrie has more help. They should be better than the Lakers. Does he? Because if you look at Kyle Kuzma and Brandon Ingram, hate to break it to all of you, they're better than Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. They just are. I mean, their stats, no, the stats back it up. Jalen, Jason Tatum is the only one they can put in that category because Jason Tatum is averaging 16, 6, and 2. Brandon Ingram's averaging 18, 5, and 3 on 49% shooting. Jason Tatum's at 46. They're both good defenders. Kyle Kuzma's averaging more than both of them, but Kyle Kuzma doesn't play defense. And Jalen Brown. It's probably the best defender out of all of them, but his offense is terrible. So, overall, you could, at, the, at bare minimum, you're saying that's a wash. Kyrie this season is plus 321 when he's on the floor in the games he's played. In the last 45 games, he's had a negative plus minus six times. When he's off the court in the games he played, his team is minus 70 points. LeBron, on the other end, is plus 86 points. When he's been off the floor, the team is minus 83 so it's been basically the same on both on, for both of them in games they played. The only difference is in the 42 games LeBron has played this year, 19 of them, he has a negative plus minus. So overall, he's not having the impact that Kyrie's having. Kyrie has more of a reason to lash out than Kyrie than LeBron does, but LeBron's the one that keeps, seems to be getting, getting the pass. Overall, what I am seeing right now is that, like I've been saying forever, it is harder to make the playoffs in the West than it is to make the finals in the East. The East is just that easy. I fully believe if LeBron was back on the Cavaliers right now, they would still be the favorite to win the East. That is what we're dealing with with the Eastern Conference. Maybe not now because there's been a few more teams at it, but if it was the same Eastern Conference as it was last year, for sure. Overall, what I'm here to tell you is 
LeBron has been doing this his entire career. He's been calling out other people. Jared's saying LeBron's getting pissed off. He's getting pissed off at people when he misses defensive assignments. He's not running out on defense. Somebody <laughs> hits a three, and he throws it as a air like, oh, man, you know, I, I don't know what's going on. He's talking about, oh, man, we need to really have some responsibility. Is basketball really a priority? You mean when you skip the game on February the 2nd because you were in the studio on February the 1st until 12 o'clock at night with two chains? Okay, maybe maybe your priorities are a little off. It seems to me. It seems Damn, to Damon, me, let me ask you a question. Let me, let me ask Damon a quick question. Okay. How often do you stay up to 12 o'clock at night? Not that often. If if you had to be at work at five PM the next day, would well, stand up at twelve o'clock? Yeah, are you really defending LeBron in the studio before the game? Come on, man! And then, oh, not, not, before, it's got to be a line. It's, it has to be a line drawn somewhere to where you're like, okay, I'm not going to be a complete LeBron defender. No, no, this is if, if LeBron's if, if Savannah posted a picture of him, her, and LeBron watching a movie at twelve o'clock, would you have a problem? At twelve a.m. Yes. If the next no. game, the game is the next night is not till five p.m. You compare, you compare watching a a, a a movie with your wife to being in the studio with two chains. Yes, what's the difference? Is there a strenuous two chains doing? smoking yeah. two chains smoking gas back to back to back to back to back? What do you what LeBron gonna do outside the studio? <laughs> was he there to be a bystander? You think, or was he working? You think you think two chains start in the studio at midnight? Two chains probably start. He get in the studio at three a.m. Well, I'm telling you, it's both of them in the studio. Obviously, it was it sure. Was just take midnight. the L. You don't have to defend everything, LeBron. Yeah. No, you don't. Wow, well, I'm not taking. I'm not taking an L on, on this this situation. For for instance, nobody had a problem with Jordan going and gambling in in uh, sure. in Atlantic City sure. before playoff games, right? Sure. The night before well, playoff games. So did he take the, the game, game off? Did he take the game oh. off? But here's the thing, Jeremy. If if a guy's been out for two months. And he misses a game. He's been well rested. Huh. Oh, and he, Jeremy, right now, if I told you you got to go, uh, you got to go do something athletic, and you haven't done it in two months, if I told you, you were telling me how sore you were playing two straight rounds of golf, and so LeBron misses two months, comes back, plays forty three minutes in an overtime game, and the next day is sore. What's and says, that got to do with him being in the studio the night before a game that he took? Because out? the problem isn't the fact that he was in the studio. The problem is people are saying. Well, you shouldn't be in the studio if you didn't play in the game. No, it's not Jared, true. Jared, but the, problem, Jared, Jared, the problem stems from he's Hold asking on, other people. Are players allowed to go or host events in the city the day before the game? Yes. No, they're not. Yes, they are. You will never see LeBron come in and play the Hawks on Friday and hosting a party at Gold Room on Thursday. You won't see it. You'll you, see LeBron you hosting talk. on Friday. First, first of all, that's completely. If they don't wrong. have to travel on Saturday, Vegas actually handicaps games based on what night the teams get into town. Guys go out the night before games. Every city, sure. especially, we're not, about, we're not talking about guys. All guys that play professional league don't get no, paid no. to party. So, LeBron so gets paid you, to party. What, what I'm telling you is, and he doesn't take studio. parties the so, day before. So, Raya, games. you're telling me right now, if I told you, if I told you that LeBron at Let's let's change it. If it was 10 p.m., you have a problem. If it was 10 p.m., if LeBron's in the studio with two chains, I mean he's yeah around. because he didn't he play. So that's the problem. Your problem is not what he did. Your problem is that he didn't play. And Jeremy has admitted his. Jeremy, problem do you have a problem with LeBron? Did you have a problem with anything LeBron does? Of course. No. All right. Next question. Do you have a problem wait, wait, with him being in the studio? Jared, let me let me give you the point. So. 
you can't call out people and say it's because, hey, are, are you guys really committed to basketball when you're in the studio with two chains and missing basketball? I mean, you can't do that when you're already working on Space Jam 2. I am like I, I feel like LeBron right now is saving some energy, so he has some energy for Space Jam 2. I'm just looking to see if Yosemite Sam is going to get traded during the season. How much you're going to blame Bugs Bunny? How Yo, much we're going to wow. we are going to pretend like the Monstars are way better than the Monstars were in '96, and that they're this super team that nobody can beat when they end up losing to them? Like I really want to know what's going to happen. Tasmanian Devil is going to be in the doghouse with LeBron at least in the opening credits. It is going to be terrible, Jared. Like Jim, what what we have to focus on is that. What we have to focus last, on. Last is, points each, Jerry. Last point and then Jerry. Last points, I'll say. If you're going to be 100% honest, nobody has a problem. This is why when people say, oh, LeBron's always have, get, having defenders. This is why. Because you guys aren't being reasonable. And, and if you're being if you're being 100% honest, Steph Curry goes out all the time. He does stuff all no, the time. I guarantee you, if you look at Steph Curry's Instagram, Steph Curry at, at midnight is not at home. He's with his wife. You know why? <laughs> no. It doesn't matter if he's with his wife or he's not with his wife. That has nothing to do with it being twelve o'clock or not. I saw if you don't, like you don't know what Steph does, but we just, but <laughs> we knew what LeBron did. We, you can't, like you understand how you defended it. You're talking about Steph, and you don't even, he's not even involved. But that's the, that's the thing. LeBron is scrutinized to a level that nobody else has been. So when you guys say, "Oh, is yeah, Le- LeBron's he, always holding his teammates to a level that the same level?" The whole point is Jeremy's trying to make, and I agree. LeBron's holding his teammates to a level that he's not holding to himself. No, it's not. Point blank. If, if there was a if there was a situation where you could say, "All right, LeBron had a chance to rehab and he didn't," or LeBron is is having issues with something on the court, I'd be like, "Okay." I came out and first thing I said was, "LeBron hasn't played to the level of LeBron." I, th- I think there's some reasons behind it because he was playing at MVP level, then he got hurt. But Defense. LeBron hasn't played at, at LeBron's level. But if you're going to start pointing to, well, it was the night before he didn't play a game, you shouldn't be in a studio with two chains as if they have anything to do with each other. It's laughable. It'd be like me saying, Jeremy, it'd be like me if Jeremy broke his leg and couldn't go to work. And then I said, well, Jeremy was playing two, 2K and didn't go to work the next day. It has nothing to do LeBron's with each other. LeBron's leg's not broken. But what I'm All telling right. you is LeBron didn't miss the game, point, not because of the fact that he was – LeBron did not play because he was with two chains. He did not play because he came back from injury and played 43 minutes in an overtime game, and didn't, they didn't want him to re-enter it. Completely different. Okay. Jared, my points will be All this. Right, Jimmy, last point. Uh, just so you know, it's not just LeBron. Josh Beckett, a few years ago, missed a start for rest and played golf in his off day, and he was scrutinized for it. So it happens in other sports, too. Um, going to your point that nobody gets scrutinized the way that LeBron Going back to your point of nobody gets scrutinized like LeBron does. Everybody talks about Jordan had Scottie Pippen. You know how many points Scottie Pippen averaged in his first year that they won a title? 17.8. You know how many points Brandon Ingram is averaging right now? 17.8 on the same exact shooting percentage. You know how Kyle Kuzma's averaging? 19 points a game. People talk about how Kobe had these superstars. Lamar Odom in the two title season seasons averaged 11 points a game. Uh, Bynum averaged 14 points a game. The boy uh, Gasol averaged 18 points a game. Overall, the talent LeBron has at his disposal is what many people, like if Kobe or Jordan were playing with that talent, people would rave about how much talent they have. But with LeBron, it's always something else. He doesn't have enough help. He's talking about we There's need like, some intensity. There's a less do they, 30 do they possessions under, per game, though. 
do do they understand? Well, well, you don't want to bring up PER and LeBron's stats compared to Kobe. So if we're gonna talk about the stats on that way, you can't come, come back with him and ask the other way. PER factors in possessions. Okay, so overall, so you said it's easier to score in today's game, right? So that's gonna factor in too. Okay, cool. Anyway, like I was saying, overall, the way that we give LeBron passes for his teammates is unlike anything we've seen for anybody else in the history of basketball. And I'm just tired of seeing it. I'll be so glad. You know what? The Lakers should trade to the Pelicans this summer. I'm saying Drew Holiday, Julius Randle, and a first-round pick for LeBron James straight up. They can play together. Him and AD can play together in New Orleans. They can go eat some pastries. LeBron looks like he's ate enough of them on his time off. So, overall, you guys can play together, and we'll have our Lakers back. Thank you so much. All right. All right. Yeah, because you guys uh... have missed the playoffs for six straight years. <laughs> LeBron's right, going to make a step. So, uh... All right. So uh, obviously uh, some very uh, passionate uh, arguments from both sides of, of the bros. So uh, let's move on. Let's move on down to uh, Dell Demps in New Orleans. Well, well, he was in New Orleans, but um, would everybody have been better if that, that trade would just been pushed through? Like, what do you feel about his firing? Let's start with Jeremy. What, what do you think about Dell Demps? And for all listeners out there, Dell Demps was fired from New Orleans. He was a GM. <laughs> Um, after the Lakers to the Pelicans deal fell through, and he was fired for that. So, uh, Jim, what do you think about that whole situation? I think the Pelicans passing on that trade was the best thing that could happen for the Lakers because Magic Johnson has already traded away D'Angelo Russell, turned into an all-star. He traded away Julius Randle. Julius Randle could easily be an all-star in a year or two. So if you trade away Kyle Kuzma and Brandon Ingram and they turn to All-Stars and it turns out that you trade away a core with four All-Stars, like how bad would that look for you? For one guy, Anthony Davis, who can't stay healthy to save his life, who when he's on the floor, his impact on the stat sheet is tremendous, but his impact on actually winning is minimum. So overall, what you would have is an aging LeBron that doesn't play any defense with a group of veterans who don't play any defense with Anthony Davis who who rarely stays on the court. So um, I think it's the best thing that could have happened. The best thing for the Lakers is that they didn't make that trade. And now I think the best thing for the Lakers is to move forward. I mean, if you look at Brandon Ingram the last or last 10 games, he's averaging 22 points per game on 54% shooting. Since the All-Star break, he's averaging just under 30. I mean, if you're looking at these stats and people are talking about I – I, I was literally watching the game yesterday going, if Jason Tatum had this game, we would be raving about it. But people like like, oh, Brandon Ingram shows 32 points. I mean, all right, whatever. LeBron scored a triple-double, so he was great. Overall, what I would like to see is this core developed. I said it from the get-go. Not a knock against LeBron. LeBron went to a team that was four years away when LeBron has four years left in his, in his career. I thought the Lakers should have developed the young talent that they had and left LeBron out of it. I thought they should go down to Kawhi. I thought they should go down to Clay, some of the younger talent that's still in their 20s who they could develop along with them. But signing a guy who's almost 34 years old to pair with a group of guys that are in their early 20s just never made any sense. All right, Jared. So here, here's the deal. Jeremy – you mentioned D'Angelo Russell. Were you not the first person to did a standing ovation when they traded away D'Angelo Russell because you said they shouldn't have drafted him in the first place? Yes, you were. Next. As much wait, as wait, you wait, try wait. to rave. Before you say that, I, I also said if they're trading him to draft Lonzo Ball, that was a mistake because he was better than Lonzo Ball. I said that before the draft. Yeah, but we're not sure if he's better than Lonzo Ball. We're, we're really not. Um, with that being said, when you look at the young talent of Lakers – 
I heard your on your on your last topic how you tried to you tried to weasel your way into oh yeah you know they're, he's just they're so talented I just, these teams are, just, look ah. Brandon Ingram <laughs> is a a good player he's playing very well on offense right now I can't Jeremy take that away from him. he Brandon loves Brandon Ingram he and one there, there's Ingram. a couple reasons one is because he went to Duke two is because of the fact that he plays for the Lakers and. Those are the only reasons I can I can imagine. You know why? Because he's not that good. Like he's he's a good player. Twenty one year old is averaging eighteen points a game. Yeah, that's he's he's a good player. But Jeremy Brandon Ingram plus Lonzo plus Kuzma plus Hart plus KCP plus Rondo plus two first rounders wasn't enough to get Anthony Davis, which means he's not that good. You know what? You know why they weren't good enough? Because they said. Well, I think there's a possibility we can get Jason Tatum. That's why. So when we look at it and we say, all right, so how talented are these guys really? I don't think they're that talented. Dell Dips not making a trade is an indictment on how talented they are. That makes sense. Well, Dell Dips didn't make the trade. But at the end of the day, I don't think anybody in the league values the, the Lakers' core like, I mean, I don't think anybody values them like that. I think everybody looks I, at it and says they're okay. Like, I'm not, I'm not hating on them. I, I don't think that uh, that Brandon Ingram is a bad player. I think he's a good player. But when you start trying to compare, you over the last two two episodes, you compared him to Tracy McGrady, Jimmy Butler, uh, Paul George, and now Scottie Pippen. Like at the end of the day, he's not anything like any of those guys. Jeremy and so loves Brandon Ingram. He if loves don't Brandon know, Jeremy's a huge Brandon Ingram fan. Brandon, Brandon Ingram at 21 years old has better stats than every one of those. But Jeremy, here's what you're, you're you're leaving out. One, the league has changed. And the playoffs when Jordan was playing, the games were 75 to 70. Now the scores are 125 to 122. So 17.8 points isn't the same 17.8 points. Secondly, Jeremy, you told oh, Scotty Pippen on those teams. In the, in the 80s, they in, in, in the eighties they were. Then they allowed hand-checking a lot more, and they got more physical, and then that's where the 90s basketball became a lot more physical. With that being said, if you're going to look at it and be be 100% honest about it, there's there's just not there, – there's not the same – it's not like they're winning basketball with him scoring these points. And there's a difference between, okay, I score points, and okay – I score points and win games. And his 17.8 points are not, I don't think, that impactful. There are plenty of games I watch Brandon Ingram play, and I say, he scores 17 points. But I don't remember a single point he scored. So, with that being said, the big thing they need to do, or they should have done with Dell Demps, is try to get that trade done. Because, one, it ruined Dell Demps. And, two, it's ruining the Lakers. And it's not because it should have ruined the Lakers. It's simply because of the fact that at the end of the day, you don't have players that are engaged and you don't have players that are that talented. And if LeBron's not playing at an elite level, you're not going to win. And that's pretty much Jared, the way it goes. Jared, Jared just put a, a, a comment onto your thing about the value based on Dell Dimps. The Dell Dimps just wasn't going to trade him to the Lakers regardless of what they offered. Like right now, the Steelers are not going to trade Antonio Brown to the Patriots. The Patriots can offer Stephon Gilmore three first-round picks and seven other players on their team. You know what they're going to say? 
Sorry, we're not trading him to the Patriots. And that's not an indictment against Stephon Gilmore or any of those other players. They just were not going to trade him to the Patriots. They said that up front, just like Dell just was not going to trade anybody to the Pel- uh, from the Pelicans to the Lakers, mainly because of the way Rich Paul handled it. He should have played games. I think he, I think he, uh, I think he kind of made his own bed. He had to lay in it in the day. Well, Dell well, Dimps uh, said what they what they said about Dell Dimps was he only thing he wanted to do is because he was mad at the Lakers. So he all the reason he was taking their offers is so he could leak it back out and pretty much mess up the chemistry of the Lakers. So real yeah. quick, overall, Darren, that's uh, not Dave. Before you go, let me let me say one thing. This is what it boils down to. You you, I'm not sure how many of you guys watch the OJ documentaries. I watch the OJ Thirty for Thirty probably three times a week. It's one of my favorite things. Um. But they all they, I do. I literally go to sleep watching the OJ documentaries with AirPods on. Don't ask any questions. Anyway, hey, no, you don't so, tell anybody else that. You keep <laughs> I just told all of America. Anyway, so with that being said, I I love documentaries and I love listening to it. But anyway, they they said uh, when when you look at uh at when the prosecution was trying to to uh, to get OJ and they were they were trying to bait the defense was trying to bait them. And to put getting him to try on the glove. And they said, Christopher Darden, they told him, he said, never ask a question you don't know the answer to. Exactly. And that's what Dell Dems did. He he's like, okay, I'll engage with the Lakers just so I can F around. And you know what Magic did? Magic said, I will give you everybody on the team besides LeBron. You know what that did? Now, when Anthony Davis tweaks an ankle, the owner says, what the hell are you doing? They offered you everybody on the team but LeBron plus two first rounders. Yeah. And that's why you get fired. So he should have made the decision to either not engage or if you engage, you better be serious. Because like, like they say, you pull a gun out, you better be ready to shoot it. He pulled his gun out, shot himself. Yeah, he definitely made his bed. He had to lay in it. Uh, speaking of, let's kind of transition to our next topic out there. Uh, guys, I'm watching Virginia Tech up by three points against Duke. Virginia Tech's ranked right now 20th. Uh, Duke's obviously ranked three. It looks like they're about to complete the upset at home, and that kind of brings me to our next question. Duke's obviously struggling without Zion Williamson. Uh, what do you guys forecast is the, the remainder of March? Well, not the remainder of March, but remainder of February and going into March Madness. Uh, what do you guys think about his decision to probably keep playing? Should he shut it down? Uh, give me your rundown on what you guys think Zion's faced with and what you think he should do. Let's start with Jared. So there, there's two opinions of this, right? My opinion is he should continue to play. And the reason is, one, I think the likelihood of an injury significant enough to where it would impact his future earnings is very slim. Secondly, unlike football, I think the – training that you're going to do for basketball is very similar to actually playing the game. So the likelihood of you tearing an ACL jumping or doing that kind of thing is very similar in a game style or a training setting as it would be if you were actually on the court. And the third thing is you don't get these opportunities very often. I think people will ignore like, Oh yeah, if you win a national title, what does that mean? You didn't get paid. Look guys, I'm all for paying college athletes, but there are some experiences you don't get back. I played division one college tennis. You know what? have some of those memories that are some of my most fond memories and I wasn't that good of a player but you know what when you have those opportunities to play and you have those chances to make those memories with teammates that you probably never ever play with again those are special and I think Zion being the player that he is is going to be drafted number one regardless of what happens two 
He's going to make a boatload of money. And sometimes, let's say he never, if he never wins a ring in the, in the NBA, there's a chance he, he won't. He never wins a ring, but he wins a college national championship. That's gonna be a, that's gonna be something on his resume where at least he has a mellow situation where he's like, hey, you didn't win an NBA ring, but you won a college championship. He's it, it's something that bo- bolsters your legacy, even if it doesn't help it a ton. It bolsters your legacy. Uh, the other side of it, when people say he should sit, I think you look at it from if he had a significant injury, it would affect him from a shoe contract standpoint. He would have to have a a a very very bad injury to be able to affect him um, from a. Um, being drafted first overall standpoint right now he's going to be drafted first overall pretty much regardless uh but like i said if i'm i'm zion i think he should definitely um continue to play um the second question the second part of the question what do i think about duke for the rest of the season look man duke's the most talented team in the country could duke win the national championship pretty easily I, i think they could do i expect them to no which is the reason why i bet damon before the season damon said duke's gonna win the national title and i said i will take the field for 50 dollars, and he bet me I think at the end of the day, there's there's too many variables in one game playoffs. I think when you, unless you have a disparity of talent, there's no way to predict who's going to win a title. And I think UNC's playing good enough to win a title right now. I think Kentucky's playing good enough to win a title right now. I think Virginia has an opportunity, but probably not because of their style of keeping games very close with their defense. I think there's really four or five teams that could probably win a national title this year. It would be UNC, Duke, Kentucky. Uh, Michigan, I would give a, sh- a shot to. And then, um, obviously, now at number one, um, we got uh, – who just jumped up to number – oh, Gonzaga. Gonzaga. Um, so, um, I think those are five teams that really could win a national championship. Um, do I think Dude's going to win it? No, but I think if, if I was telling you who who has the best odds, if Zion plays, Duke has the best odds. Um, yeah. But I still, like I did with Damon, I, I took the field. I feel good about that. Um. Yeah, I think right now would probably be a good time to put all your money on Duke. But, Jeremy, what do you think about yeah. the Zion situation? <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. It's as, probably a great time to put, to put yeah, your money on Duke. It's, it's a great time to put your money on Duke. Overall, with, with Zion, um, Zion has proven his value right now. Uh, as good as R.J. Barrett is as a talent, everybody can see. With Zion out, it's just – I mean, it's not the same team. Like, this team is not – it might not be a – top 20 team without Zion. When Zion on the floor, like literally Duke's team this year is about to have their fourth loss and Duke has yet to lose a game at full strength without a third third game in three days. Like, they they lost to Gonzaga on the third, third straight day. They lost to, uh, who was it? It was to Syracuse when Cam Reddish missed the game and Trey Jones went out with five minutes to go. Another two games, they lost without Zion. So, I mean, overall, Duke is by far the favorite. I think Zion should definitely go ahead and continue to play because the likelihood of him getting injured is not very high. Secondly, in the summertime, what do all NBA players do? They all just play pickup basketball anyway. And thirdly, Zion is going to be the number one pick in the draft even if he doesn't play. That's how good Zion is. Zion is literally going to get a $100 million contract uh, from a shoe deal. He'll get the highest, richest shoe deal from a, from a rookie contract anybody's ever had. Um, he'll probably have the number one selling shoe. I would not be surprised if he has the number one selling shoe as a They're rookie next year. They're going to give him his own shoe line. I'm sure Nike's yeah. going to have a design. It's going to be prior to uh, yeah. ridiculous. My, my thing is, though, I think it might actually be the number one selling shoe next year over LeBron, outside of Jordan's, because Jordan's It just depends obviously. on the style. I mean, like, LeBron's LeBron's got a, a very popular shoe. I don't, think, I don't think they're designed better than Jay's, but, um, I yeah. mean, people like them. 
Yeah. I, I will so, tell you one one funny thing though. Uh with that injury he had with the Paul George shoe exploding. Uh I did not realize that Paul George's shoe was the most worn shoe in college and NBA basketball. Had no idea. Wow. Yeah. Good for Paul. Good. For well, not Paul. good for him anymore cuz people are probably going <laughs> to yes. stop wearing it. <laughs> well, I mean, you can't really. I mean, dude's 280. Think about the the amount of pounds of pressure they put on those that cotton stitched up with strings. It's like, come on, yeah, man. that's true. <laughs> I mean, I, the one last last open. thing I'll say on that, last thing I'll say on that is Zion is literally the reason I am cheering for the Lakers to not make the playoffs. We're not. If we get in the playoffs, we're going to play the Warriors anyway. So my hope is, hey, let's put out right now. We've got a FPI has us with a three percent chance of making the playoffs, and they have us with a six percent chance of getting Zion. Overall, I want to go with my chances of the six percent. Let's go get Zion, man. <laughs> All right, let's talk NFL for a little bit, fellas. Uh, big news: Robert Kraft was arrested down in Jupiter, Florida, uh, during a prostitution sting. Um, <clears throat> what do you guys feel like his punishment should be? Um, <clears throat> what's your reaction, Jeremy? Let's start with you this time, buddy. Of uh, Robert Kraft, I mean, this was shocking to me because he has obviously I don't know the guy personally, but he has a reputation of being obviously very. Uh, influential in the community. He stepped out with Meek Mill, a few other people. Um, he's obviously friends with Donald Trump, so I guess it shouldn't surprise me too much. But um, it was surprising. Everybody kind of holds him in pretty high reverence. And, uh, you know, I guess you shouldn't be surprised when, you know, powerful men do powerful things and pay for sex. I mean, I guess it's, it's kind of like. I guess it's one of those things. I was more surprised at how it happened as opposed to that it happened. You know, obviously it's terrible. Apparently it's connected to uh, sex trafficking. I'm not sure if he knew that or not. Um, but, I mean, obviously that's awful. I thought it was going to be more like, oh, he got caught with, like, a high-end prostitute, which, you know, are all in D.C. and, you know, basically high-end escorts that get thousands and thousands of dollars to hang out with somebody. Apparently he was going to get $59 massages with happy endings. So, um, you know, I think he deserves whatever punishment he gets. I, hopefully uh, the NFL – I don't think he's obviously not going to get any prison time, uh, but hopefully the NFL treats him like they would treat an NFL player. Uh, but I say obviously he has to be fined the highest amount, which is I think $500,000 for um, the NFL for owners. However, $500,000 to Robert Kraft, who's worth $6 billion, is like – Tossing a quarter into the Aldi, uh, what is it, shopping cart, and just leaving it in there when you walk away. Uh, so that's not going to affect them much, but the suspension and things like that, I think they have to come down harshly because the way they treat the players, they don't wait until all the facts come in and, oh, no, 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 we can uh, do it based on image. So I expect them to do the same thing with him. <clears throat> all right, Jerry, what do you feel about it, man? So there's two ways I, I look at this. Um there's one serious side of this. I mean, obviously, sex trafficking is an awful, awful uh, thing that's going on. We're here in Atlanta, me and Damon. Uh, Atlanta's one of the hubs in, in, in the world, one of the largest hubs for sex traffickers. There's literally probably, I, th- I think when I looked up, there's like 50, 50 girls missing in the la- since like the beginning of this year. Um, I mean, and literally girls are just going missing. And, and, and it's not like, okay, this random prostitute goes missing. It's like, no, 16-year-old high school girl from Loganville goes missing, and nobody knows where they're at. 
Um, what happens in a lot of these kind of uh, these massage parlors are, are, are women are brought in from over overseas. They're promised different things, promised they're having a job cleaning or whatever it may be. They get here. They're kind of forced to do it. They don't speak the language. Uh, so terrible situations. Um, Robert Crabb, look, man, if I'm being 100% honest, it's a terrible look for him. Um, but does it surprise me? No. Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, he goes to a massage parlor. Stuff happens. He pays $100. That's what they got on tape. I'm not sure if they're going to convict him or not because I don't think they're they're unless they can prove that he paid her to exactly do that. If she did it on her own and he just gave her the money for the massage, I'm not sure you can actually prove that. But we'll we'll see how that actually goes. Um, as far as the the punishment goes, it's got to be severe, man. Um, I mean, it's a bad look for the NFL, especially uh, coming up on the combine time where where there are things that are there. The NFL starting to kind of ramp its off season. Uh, up as far as news goes, as, as soon as, as this time starts to kick around, you start to get a combine. People start talking about the draft. Uh, there's a lot of positive news coming out, and this is a blemish on the NFL. And so I think if you're looking at it, they're probably going to take a couple picks. I think they're probably going to find him. I think the max you can find is 500000 But the, the biggest thing he's going to get is he's going to be associated with this for the rest of his life. And, um, you know, I'm not sure what, what happens in Jupiter because – uh, if I'm not, I'm not mistaken, that was where Tiger got his DUI at. There's a lot of things that typically happen in Jupiter. As we already know, a whole lot of things happen in Florida. But with that being said, I thought, and this is this is the thing I'll, I'll actually make a statement of um, based on a previous conversation we had. Damon and Jeremy were talking about LeBron uh, having the being at the studio with 2 chains the night before. This apparently happened the day of the AFC Championship in Kansas City. <laughs> He literally did it, then took a private jet to Kansas City from Florida. I was more baffled at the fact of how quick are these flights? Like, that's when you know you're living life in the sense of, hey, I'm just going to be in Florida at 12 o'clock and somehow get to Kansas City for a 6 o'clock game for kickoff. I was more baffled by that. That was the surprising news is the timing of it. But as it is, it doesn't surprise me. It's not like he had to play. All he's doing is go sit in the box. You just got to make sure the plane's there an hour and a half early. You probably got yeah, well, to add a escort to the stadium. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Apparently, I just I, – I, man, I'm not at that level. One day I'm going to get to that point where I can – not at the level where I'm at the massage parlor like that, but I'm going to be at the point where I can get a jet and just say, hey, look, I'm going to be – like, you know what that's like? That's like me being like, yeah, I'm here, and you be like, I thought you were playing Bevel Beach today. I am. Uh, jet will be here at about 15. I'll get there for a 2 o'clock tea time. Like, at the end of the day – when you ball like that, I mean, sheesh. But anyway, back yeah, to the no comment. Good. I mean, that that's a bad look. Yeah, for sure. Definitely is not a great look for your boy. But uh, <clears throat> any last points, fellas, before you wrap it up? Yes, I have one, one point. Anywhere you can go to bet the Lakers right now who are not favored to make the playoffs, bet it. I am telling you guys right now, there are points in time. There, there are certain people I don't bet against. I remember we were talking about who who had a chance to win the Super Bowl. And this is probably week. I think this is midway through the season. And Jeremy were like, Patriots are done. And I said, I don't bet against the Patriots. You know why? They always start slow and they always figure it out. I don't bet against Clemson. They always start slow. They always figure it out. I don't bet against LeBron in January and February slumps because it happens nearly every year. Right now is obviously different. But what I'm telling you is, bet on it. 
you will feel happy you did in a month. <clears throat> That's real my, talk right so my last, giving you guys some insight on how to make my, some money. My thought so, is this. You know? I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you this, Jer. Um, You know what? There was a guy who played on the Los Angeles Lakers at the age of 34 years old. His team was 17 and 25. And he put his team on his back. As a matter of fact, he put his team on his Achilles and pushed them all the way back to 45 and 37, tore his Achilles to put them in the playoffs. That's how hard he played. That's what he did to put his team back in the playoffs. At the All-Star break, you know what his record was? They were 27 and 28, just like this L.A. Lakers team. And you know what? He pushed his team there. I want to see LeBron do the same thing at the exact same age, and I want no excuses from you or anyone else. LeBron, get it done. He only had Dwight, Steve Nash, and Pal Gasol. <laughs> nah. Once again, yo, shout out to all the listeners out there. We appreciate y'all tuning in. Uh, we will be back with you next week, as well as some visuals coming out from our vacation where we're all together. So those will be dope. Uh, we're excited to show you guys that. Make sure you guys follow us on all social media platforms: Instagram, uh, Me Bros underscore Podcast. And we out. Appreciate y'all. <laughs>